guys. Sam and, Sam and Libby here. We want to say congratulations to everyone who graduated and made it through finals. Hi, Bluemont. It's Matt and Richard. Hi, Bluemont. Hope you guys are doing well during this lockdown, and we miss you all. Can't wait for it to end for sure. And we're looking forward to the day that we can see you all in person and praise and worship God together. Yeah, I miss my worship team family. I'm really looking forward to resuming face-to-face -face interaction. I do hope you guys are being safe, staying safe, and staying at home, and only venturing out if need be. Uh, yeah, welcome. I hope you have a fantastic uh, worship experience and the message. And the message. Welcome, Blue. Welcome to Bluemont. All right. Good morning, Bluemont. Bluemont Church. Good morning, friends. Man, here we are. Yeah. It's back. Uh, Bo, Banner, and I back here together. Uh -huh. We were we were tag teaming the first week of our live stream, and here we are back again towards what may yeah. be one of our last ones. We're yeah. we're hoping. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, beautiful day. Congratulations to the graduates. Mm -hmm. We got a bunch of people who just graduated from K-State and are heading off into the world and all sorts of endeavors. So we'll actually be hearing from them at the very end of our time mm -hmm. today. So that's exciting. Yeah, and it is exciting. I was uh, had some family in town and we were uh, in Aggieville yesterday afternoon getting some yeah. ice cream. And it was fun to see just the liveliness happening. I don't know if it was grad grad weekend, people walking to Aggieville, people having a good time. Um, the weather was nice. So I don't, I, I'm the kind of person that kind of thrives yeah. off that, that energy. Yes. So I was pretty excited to see how things were this weekend. Yeah, I've been the same way, being around town more. It's been great being out and about, seeing more mm -hmm. people. Ray and I went out to dinner for the first time in two months on wow. Friday night, and that was that was really enjoyable. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. So we are thankful that you know the the, the things have been have really have um, been safe here in Manhattan, mm -hmm. and that for the most part, and that we're moving back towards more interaction and more physical interaction. Mm -hmm. So good to see. So we'll be talking more about our plans as a church over the next couple of weeks to be moving towards coming back together in person as well. Um, we're continuing our theme that we started last week about now matters later, looking at how this season of our lives is important both for now and later. Mm -hmm. And so today the, the theme is we're looking at beginning with the end. And the idea is really having a vision for our life, which it's, it's so easy, I know for myself, in the, just the, the challenges of day-to-day -day living and responsibilities and things that come our way, it's easy for me to get kind of lost in the weeds and just fixated on what I'm doing and thinking about that. And after a while, that like there's no life in that mm -mm. there's no purpose and just kind of like why am i doing this again there where's the motivation isn't there mm -hmm. anymore um even just as we've been talking about how our church should move forward i've been feeling that because there's all you know so many opinions out there so many different feelings and factors and reports and i was kind of feeling like overwhelmed and struggling to to, to figure out how to how what i thought we should do 
And but what was so helpful for me was beginning to just bring it all together. Okay, wait, what is what has God called us to? Like how okay, it's about serving our people and our community and serving the greater community in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So how do we best do that? Mm-hmm. And just just having that sense of of, of an end really help bring so much clarity. Mm-hmm. And in Proverbs 29:18, we're told that where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. And we need a vision. We need an end. We need something that we see up ahead that yeah. we're aiming for. And that brings everything together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's, it's so easy for all of us to get stuck in that place of not having clarity, not having motivation, spinning our wheels, not being sure what it's all about. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's so true. And I'm, I'm kind of reminded of our our analogy, our theme uh-huh. for this series of the Middle Ages Cathedral. And I just want to bring that back to our attention because it's such a good way to to compare it to how we're building something in our uh-huh. own lives. Yeah. And in the Middle Ages, if, if you remember, when they were building these cathedrals, it would take generations to build, which is pretty crazy to think about because the current generation yeah. wouldn't see it through to completion. Right. And they actually knew that when they started it. And so along so the way... So you'd have to have something pretty compelling yeah. to get up every day and, yeah. and just be working and not even seeing uh-huh. that much progress, it would seem yeah. like. Yeah, well, and just thinking about how, how much in our culture we love immediate gratification. Uh-huh. That would be, it'd be really hard to build something you're not going to see the end of or the finished product. I know for me, I love to, to build things or see things come to completion, and that's the most satisfying thing. Um, but to... But to really give your life to a bigger purpose is what they were doing when building these cathedrals so that so that future generations mm-hmm. could be served by the purpose and the end goal of, of this cathedral. So just mm-hmm. keep that keep that in mind and and chew on that and think about that as you're living about your own life and you hear um, the rest of what we had to talk about today. Yeah, awesome. And before we go any farther, we're actually going to call our friends, phone a friend, uh, John and Brogan Griffith. Heck yeah. And they're really living this out in a really cool way. Mm-hmm. They, John and Brogan were here, part of our church part of our uh, leading our campus ministry here at K-State, Kansas State University, and really touched a lot of lives here. But they Mm -hmm. moved to to Topeka, Kansas, to start this process of starting a church there. And so they're really living this out of beginning with the end right now in the very formative stages. Mm -hmm. So let's call them up here. call them up. John and Brogan, I think their one-year-old Emerson is going to be maybe making an appearance too, if we can hold his attention for a couple seconds. <laughs> you know what that's all yeah, about, Yeah, kind of hard to hold a one-year-old um, or almost two-year-old's attention for longer than ten seconds. Hey. Hey. Hey, there they are. How's it going? What's up, Griffith family? Doing well. Good. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, good to see you guys. Yeah, man, it's good to see you. We got our uh, we got our Arrow Coffee. Oh, there we go. Here. We're just reminiscing about our time in Manhattan. Yeah. Miss you guys, but it's it's good to be here with you guys. You're looking good. Topeka's been good for you. <laughs> yeah, you know. Nice complexion. Um, new baby. It's the water. Not so new. It's the water. Yeah. yeah. There you go. We definitely have. A- Oh, you kind of cut out there just a little bit. Yeah, there we go. I think we're good. Okay, great. 
Sounds good. Well, thanks for joining us. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. We really Emerson just, was excited, man. You guys killed it during worship. Emerson was dancing, <laughs> raising his hands. <laughs> we were having a good time over here. Man, he's this is his is this his first worldwide web internet experience here or is he pretty famous yeah you know we thought this would be a great time for him to launch his international Uh speaking career and uh so you guys are launching him right now into uh insta and youtube fame right here he's about to get a book deal so yeah we're we're excited i love it that's great that's great well uh some of us know this more than others some of us don't know at all um can you just give us a quick overview of what you're up to now and, and really the story of how you came to be doing what you're doing with the move to Topeka. Yeah, so uh, for those that don't know, we're, we're in Topeka and uh, we were in Manhattan. We were at Bluemont Church working with Call to Greatness at K-State. Uh, I was there for about seven or eight years uh, and then Brogan came. She was there for about two years um, and then we got married and, you know, for us, we... Uh, both of us individually, just as we were getting to know each other and we were dating and getting ready to get uh-huh. married, you know, talked a lot about our future and where God is calling us to go. And uh, one of those things was we both felt uh, God leading us to, to plant something. We didn't know at the time what that was going to be, um, but that was a big conversation as we were getting ready to get married. And so then when we got married, we just both felt God like saying the time is now. Let's let's go. You're ready. Let's let's go do this. And so, uh, so over the last two years, we've been preparing and, and ended up moving here in August uh, to Topeka to plant a church. And uh, you know, we're really excited. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we have a few small groups going. We've seen some people get saved. Uh, so great. Really just digging into making disciples mm-hmm. here and we've come alongside there is a, a call to greatness campus ministry at washburn as well that we've mm-hmm. been able to kind of invest in as well so mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun yeah that's awesome i just i love what you said about uh the call we had the call to plant something but we didn't quite know what it mm-hmm. was and yeah. i just think that that's such an important idea because sometimes we've got to give ourselves to the purposes of god before we actually know what's going to happen. So I think that that's a good, a good little definition of faith. And it's, it's really cool that you guys had that call. Yeah, that's actually, it's funny because it's kind of like, you know, you, 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 we have all these graduating seniors. And I remember when I was in college, one of the most frustrating questions was, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to uh-huh. do? You know, like, do you have a job or what's your five-year plan? And, right. and, and it's kind of like this. Uh, people would ask, like, hey, what's, it, what's the church going to look like when you go to Topeka? Like, tell yeah. us the five-year plan. And there's, there have definitely been times where we're like, hey, we don't know exactly what it's going to look like. You know, we have ideas. We uh-huh. have, uh, you know, things and dreams that, that we're excited about. But there were definitely times where it's like, we just know God's calling us to take this next step, and we don't know exactly what that's going to mm-hmm. look like, you know? Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. What was it... Um, about though, how did you know there was a call to do that, or what? What was the picture of the end, so to speak, as we're talking about? Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, you know, I've been in Call to Greatness for like seven or eight years, and and Brogan and I both felt really strongly, just uh, like a general sort of feeling, like man, we're called to invest our lives in other people and mm-hmm. making disciples and seeing people far from God encounter Jesus in life-changing ways, training up people, 
you know, to, to be who God has made them to be and all of that. Uh-huh. And so it, it just kind of got to the point for us where it seemed like, hey, planting a church for us is going to be the most effective way for us to do that, hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so when Topeka initially was suggested, we didn't really know anything about Topeka other than what other people had told us about Topeka, uh-huh. which were 90% <laughs> negative things, uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And that's so my hometown. That's, that's my birthplace. So I take it personally, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, the truth. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, so we're, we're converts, you know, we yeah. are excited about, we love Topeka and, and yeah. we have loved living here for the last year, but, but it was not always like that. You know, we, uh-huh. we heard people telling us Topeka is the worst. I'm never going back there. You know, all these terrible things right. uh, about the place. And so initially when Topeka was suggested, we were like, uh, well, of course, we're not going to go there. Like of all the terrible things we've heard. Right. You know? All the exciting places <laughs> in the world you could go. Yeah. Yeah. So but man, God really changed our hearts. We we visited a few times. We met some people and we saw uh, what seemed to be this really unique opportunity here. That there were a large number of young professionals specifically uh, that were unreached here in Topeka that were, uh, if they were Christians, they were driving out of Topeka to go to church somewhere. If, and you know, if they weren't, didn't seem like anybody was really strategically Mm -hmm. trying to reach that group of people. Mm -hmm. And that was the specific thing that really drew us Hmm. like, wow, I think we have what it takes to reach that group of people in Topeka. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of the end in mind for us. We want to plant a church that, that reaches young people, that, that reaches young professionals, that, that raises up families, um, trains people to go into their, their calling in the marketplace or in ministry uh, to advance the kingdom of God there. And we want to, you know, even further, we want to plant a church that, that, plants, that plants other churches and, mm-hmm. and goes to beyond Topeka, you know, mm-hmm. as well. So. so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What now? The if we can back 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 just a little bit because you and I both like the vision and the you know the positivity, um, but not every day is it seem like that's happening. You know there there are times where it can you can face dis- we all face discouragement and tough yeah. challenges. So what what are what would you say is important about walking through those times without losing sight of the end? God's called you to. Yeah, you know, well, I think, you know, we've just been so o- overwhelmed with success that we haven't faced any obstacles yet. Uh, okay, why did we even call me in? That's awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you want to, we were just talking about this before this. Yeah. What did you say? Well, I mean, I was even just thinking in connection to what we were just talking about, like when we were praying about coming to Topeka. And God just, like, really getting us more and more excited about what he was already doing here and how we could be a part of that. Uh And, I mean, for me personally, obviously there's days where it's like, what is happening? Nothing we imagined is happening. Things are going so slow um, and getting really discouraged. And um, when I hit those moments, a lot of times John and I will go for a walk. Mm. We walk a lot Um, (laughs) and just like dream some more about like, Mm. okay, what was, what was it originally that we came here for? What do we want to see here? What do we want to see in ourselves as leaders? Mm. What have we added to this? That's not from God. What Mm -hmm. expectations have we put on this that maybe aren't from God? Mm -hmm. Um, 
and just kind of like refocus and um, redream and let ourselves like get excited again and not maybe as like pulled down and all the details and all of the discouragements, yeah. but just uh-huh. uh, and like reminding us like, okay, like we really feel like God called us here to do something like, you know, he's going to provide what we need to be able to mm-hmm. be successful. And, you know, even defining like, what does successful even mean? Like, what, mm-hmm. what will that look like if we're successful in what God's called us to do here? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I started recently, um, I got this idea from a guy named Donald Miller, who's an author and business guy. And, uh, um, I started doing this thing where I wrote up, uh, on a, like a, just a Google drive document, um, like a 10 year, five year and a one year vision for, you know, what we would love to see God do in Mm -hmm. our ministry, in our family, you know, in our, in our lives in a bunch of different categories. And Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I don't do this every day, but it's been really helpful that a lot of days just starting the day with just reading over that document, Mm. uh, maybe editing a a little bit. I'm just like, okay, God, what have you called us to do? What are the end results Mm. that we want to see happen 10 years from now, five Mm. years from now, one year from now. And I found that really helpful because, um, you know, I don't know if you're like me, but, uh, I can kind of say like, Hey, any, any opportunity is a good opportunity. Any open door is a good door to go through, you know? And, Uh and, and sometimes it can be hard to really focus on the right things, um, you know, in that mindset. And so this Mm -hmm. has been really helpful just to narrow my focus a little bit. Mm. Uh, and also remind me of why we're here, um, to where Mm. when things aren't going well, it's like, Hey, you know what? I never expected this to be easy, but Mm -hmm. this is what we're building for. Mm -hmm. And this is what we're hoping to see. So I'm going to keep getting after it. And I'm going to make sure that I'm investing in the right things, that I'm spending my time doing the right things, you know, narrowing my focus to accomplish these things, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's important, uh, John and Brogan, what you guys mentioned about taking a walk, you know, because <laughs> not just for exercise, but it's it's good, I think, <laughs> because we're talking about beginning with the end in mind. Uh, but sometimes it isn't like, OK, we got the end in mind one time. Right. And then we move forward and we're going to so achieve true. this great, awesome vision. Uh-huh. Um, but no, we have to come back to the end. We have to realize, OK, what's important? Mm-hmm. What what is the value here? And I love that. And I also love sometimes you have to change the end that's been there. And so for you guys being in Topeka, the end was everyone screaming, get out. It's like, don't come here. Mm-hmm. Like, no one wants to be here. But God mm-hmm. is saying, like, no, get in. Yeah. Like, this, this is where you're called to be. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, that's sometimes we have to, to change the end. And so the rest of the state of Kansas thinks Topeka is a rundown, a place that isn't thriving. And why would anyone want to live there? But really, it takes a, a group of people with God's end in mind, with the end mm. that is actually true about the city and the people of Topeka, and that God cares and He wants to see a thriving uh-huh. community, people, businesses, right. vibrant churches and schools. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. uh, the the point you mentioned there is is really really good. I love that. Yeah, I do too. Preach it, bro. (laughs) Preach it. It's so good. And I love how what you said about both of you, the walk, because that's like stepping back from where you're you're feeling and talking to a partner and getting some perspective. 
And then also the, the writing it down. I feel like that could be a real takeaway for people today to like, yeah. okay, write down what has God put in front of me and I'm going to write it down and keep going back to that. Uh-huh. But also it, it not only motivates us, but it also focuses us if we're, you know, maybe like you too, too easily going down every opportunity and knowing, okay, these yeah. are the ones. Uh-huh. That's really good. Well, yeah. can, can you maybe just, I, we would talk to talk forever. Um, but could you just leave us with one or two things right in front of you right now that we could just be praying with you for, um, like when yeah. opportunity or a situation that is kind of a next step in this journey for you all. Yeah. Um, what's that? So, uh, yeah. So on one level, we're kind of all in the same boat with you guys, you know, yeah. just mm-hmm. with the, the social distancing requirements and things, uh, you know, we're just hoping that that eases up soon and we're trying to figure out when are we going to be able to meet with people face to face again and, you know, all of that. Um, so that's definitely the immediate uh-huh. kind of felt need. And then, um, you know, moving forward, uh, Brogan and I just in during this quarantine has really given us a lot of time to pray and think about where God's leading us in the future. And so we've thought a lot about when's the right time for us to launch, mm-hmm. you know, like a Right. An official like Sunday church, you know, yeah. with a with a space, a meeting space, and and uh, doing, you know, maybe more like um, uh, official sort of outreach events and things like that, putting a name on it mm-hmm. uh, and all that. So that's been something we've been praying about maybe in the next year, in the next six months, hmm. uh, trying to figure out what that would look like and what that would take for us to be able to get there. Um, so mm-hmm. those are some definitely things. There'd be a, a lot, uh, obviously, involved mm-hmm. in making that happen, finding a space, raising some money, uh, you know, making sure we have the right team in place, yeah. um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, so those are probably the two biggest things. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's, in fact, Bo, would you just pray right now? Yeah. I, I feel like it'd be to. good, even in this moment, for us to be agreeing together for you all. And mm-hmm. not that we stop, but let's just, let's just trust God together. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, God, for the Griffiths and the whole team, the whole group of people they have gathered there in Topeka. Mm -hmm. God, I pray that there would just be something special happening in in the people's hearts of that Mm -hmm. are already a part of their small groups and churches, but also um, just in the network of people Mm -hmm. that they know. And God, that you would just put divine appointments in their paths um, as, as things open up more, as we're able to, to build relationships with people a little bit more, God, I pray that there would be um, strategic people that you're putting in place that, that own businesses, that have influence in, in different schools and principals mm-hmm. and teachers and, mm-hmm. and doctors, God, that there would be um, just, a, just a favor uh, and people coming to know who you are. Jesus in Topeka and that there would be just a thriving group and community in the church there. And mm-hmm. so we, we thank you for that, God. We thank you for um, John and Brogan and the Griffiths faithfulness, God, to, to go to Topeka, to have faith, um, to keep the end in mind of, of what this city could actually look like, of uh, the people and the leaders that are going to come out of, of this act of faithfulness, God. So we just, we thank you for who you are and everything you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Thanks, guys, so much. It's fun being here with you guys. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, good seeing you guys. Thanks for joining us. And Emerson made it all the way to the end. Wow, we didn't expect <laughs> he that. He did. I was surprised. Yeah. Man. He, he likes his, his audience. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll catch you soon. We'll keep trusting with you. Great things in All right, you. sounds good. Have a good one. See all right, guys. see you. Bye. All right, well, man, the I think John and Brogan, they, 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 they pretty much covered it here so much, so much we wanted to, co- to talk about today. Uh-huh. Um, but I love how, how God is a God of vision, mm-hmm. and he always puts something in front of us from the very beginning, and we could look in Scripture. I'm kind of like how John is with every opportunity. He likes it. Mm-hmm. When I try to think of, okay, which scripture to pick, there's so many that talk about yeah. God's vision for, for us. And really, it's important to know that we find our end when we first find God's bigger end. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said in Matthew 6, to seek first the kingdom of God, and then everything else will fall into place. All these things will be added to you. Mm-hmm. And we see that from the first page of scripture, we see the, the, the creation mandate where God told the people to, to multiply and fill the earth and rule it, but really to bring God's goodness into the world. Mm-hmm. And then we see that restated in the, in the Great Commission to make disciples of the nations, all through the minor pro- the prophets. We see pictures of God bringing his kingdom, his, his kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy, and blessing mm-hmm. into all the world. Um, I see it so many places. So, but I want to look at one picture of kind of what we've been talking about, um, or what we have been talking about in Ephesians chapter four, um, but really how the church is an embodiment of the end that God has for the world. Mm-hmm. Like that's an essential part of what, what that is. And so not a building, although the cathedrals were a great example of people having an end and building something for the glory of God, but the church really being people whose lives are joined together to, to honor God and, and represent him in the world. So I want to read in Ephesians chapter four, verse 10 it says, he who, de- he, he who descended, speaking of Jesus is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So that's a big end right here, that God is filling the whole universe mm-hmm. with Jesus. And how, well, how does that work? Well, it doesn't, it's not only his, his presence as we feel it, but it's his people who are filling, filling the world. It, it goes on in verse 11 and says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So there's this picture here of that Jesus, through his, his, when he was raised from the dead, he ascended to heaven, and then he, he gave spiritual gifts to the people he was choosing and calling. And so we're not just here on our own trying to make it, but God, as we, as we believe in him, as Jesus is our, our, our king, and we trust in him for our salvation, and we receive the Holy Spirit, he deposits in us spiritual gifts. And then and those, with those gifts, we, we help one another. It says we, to equip the people for the works of service so that every believer is called to have a ministry. That's what service and ministry are the same thing. That we have a ministry that we receive, and then we're equipping one another, and then this body of Christ is built up. And in that, there's a place of unity, there's a place of maturity, and we, it says we attain the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. 
that there's we embody who Jesus really is in the world through our lives, through our relationships, through the way we're living, through the yeah. way we're loving one another. So it's, it's incredible. Um, and so it's, it's not just my, my part, but it's finding my part in God's bigger story mm-hmm. and, and how I fit in there. And so, um, yeah, why don't you, um, we this is, this is kind of cool. Um, having Bo here this morning yeah, because we, Bo's, Bo and his wife, Asia, have been on this journey of figuring out what that looks like for them. Mm-hmm. And, and even in their place in, in our church community, and mm-hmm. Bo's been our campus director at K-State for the last, last couple of years yeah. and um, with our campus ministry. But God's been leading them through a transition and figuring out their end in light of God's bigger end. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's, it's been an a awesome journey. And I, I just think it's important like, to keep in mind that this is a lifelong process mm-hmm. and um, like we must have the bigger picture or the end vision in mind, but often we find ourselves just needing to lean in to what God is doing right now, God, what God's doing in us right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we're, we're content with our current season before we're ready for the next season. And so for me, you know, I've been a part of Call to Greatness and Bluemont Church as a college student and a staff member um, for the last seven years. And what God has done during that time has been incredible. I mean... It's hard to believe it's been seven years because I remember like it was yesterday, the day that we first met you and you had a pretty radical encounter with God right at that point. Yeah. So, man, seven years. Well, maybe if I shave my beard and head braces again, (laughs) it'll come back. (laughs) That's right. But it's... it's, I would say this has been you know, the most important part of my life thus far, the last seven years. And, you know, childhood was important and and growing up, family. But I started following Jesus in college, and I was radically transformed. And it wasn't until someone kind of saw the potential and the purpose in me, but Hmm. shared with me that it wouldn't be realized until I was a part of God's story. Hmm. Um, And I I don't know if I, I heard a voice. I don't know if it was from God or or just something that was in my mind. But um, uh-huh. before I knew Jesus, I heard of, I heard something say, your life is worthless. And uh, yeah. it was like this, this real um, awakening of like, wow, the way I'm living hmm. apart from God, like my life is, is not counting. Like mm-hmm. my life isn't making a difference. Like it could be. Wow. And so, so you've that, been feeling like that had been kind of yeah, just, yeah, just weighing on you. Coming to college. Yeah. Huh first couple months of college, it was like, wow, okay, what am I doing? And, and my heart was longing for something more. And so I, I heard the gospel on campus as a freshman, and I was radically transformed. And really, since then, God has been just engraving my heart and my soul with his kingdom DNA. Hmm. So it's been such a such an important time. And he's really shown me that the bigger story of loving him, loving people and making disciples is, is what it's all about. Hmm. Like that's, that's the end that he's engraved into my mind, my soul and my heart. And I can even remember in college when, when people would ask me or I'd hear conversations about people, you know, Hey, what are you passionate about? And, and I, I truly didn't have an answer. Like there wasn't, Hmm. it, it wasn't, you know, music or, 
um, school. It certainly wasn't school, <laughs> but it, I, just, I didn't know what to say. Like there hadn't been anything in my life that gripped me right. up to this point. And so I, uh, I looking back, I'm actually glad that I didn't have a passion hmm. yet because yeah. I was a clean slate. My, yeah, my sin cool. had been washed away hmm. and God had laid on my heart, the passion about his kingdom and advancing hmm. his kingdom. And so, you know, I really had there was nothing in my way uh, to follow Jesus. I mean, there was nothing that was going to stop me. Hmm. And so um, even for a few years after that, I really didn't. There wasn't a passion that developed. It was like, OK, I'm going to love people and I'm going to make disciples as a student and then uh, come on staff. And I didn't do any extra activities in college. I did, there was no clubs I was a part of or internships, which I'm not. That's not advice. Um, you should definitely be, do all those things. <laughs> right. Um, but that's just, so you were a business major, Yeah. but that you just knew, man, being, being discipled, yeah. growing in my faith, learning to share my faith yeah. with others, life on life. Like uh -huh. that's what I need to pour myself into. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I did, um, during college. And then, uh, I became a full-time staff member of CTG, uh, upon graduation. And I dove into reaching college students for Jesus, just like, like someone had done for me when I was a, a lost little freshman. <laughs> and um, during that time, God solidified even more um, his, his kingdom foundations in my life. And there, there was something so important that he did in me that I mm -hmm. wouldn't have gotten through any other experience. Um, but, but working with Call to Greatness and the people around me and, and doing what he called me to do. And so then it was, it was about two and a half years ago um, after I'd been on staff for a couple of years, I, uh, I can remember God so clearly speak. One of the most clear times he's ever spoken to me hmm. was keep learning about business. Hmm. And, uh, that's what was my major in college. That's what I studied. Yeah. And I didn't interest me at the time. Um, I was just there to get a degree. Um, cause that's what I wanted to do my whole life. Uh -huh. And so, um, I started the next couple months after that, I started reading books and articles and listening hmm. to podcasts and, and kind of delving into a certain more specific industries and business. And that's when I knew I had, I had developed, God had given me a passion, which mm. is, is really cool. Cause the whole idea about seek the kingdom first and all else will be added to you. That's really right. what happened. Yeah. Like the, the end, the foundation, foundational principles of the kingdom of God were instilled in me. And then along came this other thing of, of business and, and finances and abundance and helping people mm -hmm. just see the kingdom of God as abundance and, and get out of the poverty mindset and that there's an unlimited amount of resources in God's kingdom that just takes some problem solving uh -huh. ability and some, some really divine ideas from God that we can tap into those resources. And so all this, uh, business and finances kind of started to to intermingle in my hmm. mind and my soul and my heart and was like, whoa, yeah. okay, I'm passionate about something. Which was like, interesting to kind of watch uh -huh. as you know, walking along this together. Yeah. Just sort of seeing the the fine like I could you just sort of see things that fit. Like mm -hmm. that Bo was finding okay, there's a knack there. There's just like he's wired for this. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a tuning fork that goes out and then it it resonates with the same tuning fork. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, these things like abundance and yeah. bought a house as an investment property and mm -hmm. lived upstairs. But they were starting to percolate, it just seemed like, okay, this is touching something in me. Mm -hmm. Like as you were as you were serving God, yeah. you were getting more 
directed into what specifically you were made for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it, it kind of goes back to what the Griffith said of, hey, we're called to plan something, but we don't know what it is yet. Uh-huh. And that's right. kind of how I felt. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to kind of lean into this. And, and that was two and a half years ago in business, you know, it was like, okay, is this something I'll ever do full time? I don't know. But I kind of dove back in to call the greatness and, and, you know, started because I knew that's where God called me. Um, mm-hmm. But for the last eight or nine months, I felt a little bit more of a, a peace about, okay, maybe business is going to be a little more something, a part of my life. Um, and so I've been exploring some different areas of business and if it ever be something I would call to full time hmm. and through, through that an opportunity came, um, to start and build an insurance business here in Manhattan. And so through, through lots of prayer and conversations and processing and talking to Jonathan a lot and talking to my wife, Aja a lot, um, I've actually accepted a position with an insurance agency as a commercial insurance producer. And so, Producer. yeah, so this, this is a business that's based out of Garden City, Kansas, and um, we're going to be working to kind of expand their territory here in northeastern Kansas. And uh, I'm incredibly, incredibly excited for the opportunity. Uh-huh. Um, it, it felt right. It felt like, okay, this is, this is um, God opening some doors to even make this possible. Um, so it's, it's, it's been really a, really a, a hard, difficult process, but also like God, you know, saying, Hey, take, take a step of faith. There uh-huh. are some unknowns, um, but this is the end. Right. And so I think what's really cool is God spent seven years cultivating my heart and ingraining the things that really mm-hmm. matter. Like the mm-hmm. things that are really going to make a difference in the world, which loving him, loving people, making disciples mm-hmm. is, is still at the forefront of my mind. And so although it's, it's cool that I have an opportunity to, to start a career in business and, you know, something I'm, I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. I think even more than that, I know my part in God's bigger story is to actually build deep, meaningful relationships in the community. Yeah. And, and just like discovering that and hearing that click and align is like, okay, that's, that's something I want to give my life to. Cause you know, insurance is pretty dry. It's pretty boring. Like not, not a lot of people want to pay for it, but <laughs> the relationships that you can build and, and the tool of insurance that you can use to, to help, um, help people mm-hmm. and help people discover God is, is kind of the, the vision that's set before me. So yeah, um, I'm excited for the next phase. Yeah. And I, it's exciting even to hear, to see some of those connections starting to happen just relationally mm-hmm. as both getting out in the community and meeting some business people. And, and I love too, how it's really faith, you know, mm-hmm. just as much as John and Brogan moving to Topeka, take stepping out in faith, what you, what this living this way in any endeavor mm-hmm. that God may call us to whether it's business or education or arts or whatever, it requires hearing him and stepping in faith into things. We don't know how it's going to work out, Mm -hmm. but if we're saying, God, I'm seeking your kingdom. And I think this is what you're calling me to. I'm trusting you. (laughs) You know, who would think like, okay, in a global pandemic, that's a great time to start a business. You know, a lot of people wouldn't think that way, Uh but, but that's just exactly how God works. When he's Mm -hmm. called you, he, he overcomes all sorts of circumstances and brings it together. So Mm -hmm. that's, Going to be interesting to see yeah. how things continue to develop. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. So, so well, thanks for filling us in. Yeah. And we'll, those of us, you know, we'll, here, we'll keep walking through that process with you. And also just want to mention that 
our good friends Marcel and Sharon Williams, who are here in the room with with us right now. You all can't see them, but they're they're stepping into the Bowen AJS shoes as campus directors of our campus ministry at K State with Call to Greatness. So mm-hmm. so excited about that. They've been doing a great job already with our team, mm-hmm. and excited to see about yeah where we're heading next. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I mean, there's going to be um, a handful of staff members still still here at Call to Greatness. Yeah, amazing and team. I think. It, hit the ground running, you know, with the with Sharon and Marcel leading and other people joining. So it's uh-huh. it's gonna be an exciting time for yeah. for Bluemont Church in Manhattan. Um we're excited for it. That's great. But yeah, kind of some next steps for people here. Yeah. Uh, if you're new, we just wanna mention that um we're glad you're you're joining in live and if you wanna get involved more, you can go to the Bluemont Church website and there's a tab that you can, uh, it says new and you can fill out your information, um, whether you have a prayer request or you have questions about God or starting a relationship with God, uh, we, we want to be here, uh, to help and help you grow in that. So uh, if you're new, go ahead and do that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're like, man, all this talk about the being gripped by the kingdom of God and God's bigger story, what's all that about? You, we would, we've got a lot of people that would love to talk to you more. We've got a book called Kingdom Living that really helps lay that story out in a way that mm-hmm. will really help you be gripped by God's story. As if you have a, if you're a blank slate, especially like like Bo was. Um, so yeah, take let us know. We want to come alongside you. Also, we talked about this last week, but a bunch of people in Manhattan have started a thing called Mutual Aid MHK. And this is just a chance for people to come together. This is believers, unbelievers, all sorts of people that are just seeing needs, whether they're financial or fixing a car or giving people a ride or taking groceries to someone's house, just really addressing some of the needs that are being faced in our community right now. So you can um, connect with that on our website or um, directly at, at the website um, mm-hmm. of Mutual Aid MHK. Um, but that's a great chance to, to get connected and make a difference. Yeah. Next up, if you are a college student, yeah, uh, we have something called the Greatness has something special for you called the Tactics Project. Um, our team has created an opportunity for students really to take cool. their evangelism, their ability to introduce and talk to others about Jesus, to the next level. So you're gonna want to uh, keep your ear out, um, keep your eyes open for the Tactics Project because this is something where you won't be receiving another diagram. Um, you won't be sitting through hours of lectures learning about tactics to share your faith. Instead, mm-hmm. each week you will get w- maybe one or two tools to review and practice with a small group before going out to have actual, real, live conversations with people. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a, this is this is my kind of project <laughs> because you're actually it's doing something. You're getting out. You're put. You're yeah. applying things. So bring your creativity. Uh, your personality, and discover how you were created to share the gospel. We provide the strategy. You bring the creativity. Evangelism Ooh. training for every day. Mm, oh, like, man. I like a movie theater voice. That <laughs> That's right. Something. You did it pretty um, good. Yeah. I like so, it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, people are signing up already. I, I know we've got a great group joining together this summer. Yeah, and that's, that's available if you're uh, virtually, if you're going to be, um, you know, away from Manhattan or Lawrence area, you still can be a part of that. But um, also, if you're in, in town, you can uh, participate, too. So yeah. it's going to be a fun time. It really is. Well, good. And as we, as we start to um, bring it home, and we're going to hear from our graduates in a minute, but I want to, we do want to take time to talk about where 
we are headed as a church and even our plans as we're transitioning back to meeting in person. And really, the, but I want us to keep in mind the vision of, of what God's called us to be. And that is being a group of people who have been transformed by Jesus and are being transformed by Jesus mm -hmm. and where every person is part of what God is doing in our community. That passage in Ephesians 4 we looked at earlier, it goes on and talks about the church being a body where, where every joint and ligament has a place and is actively working together. And so that's really the idea. And so we, we see God is doing something big. He's doing something great. It's not always easy. There are challenges, but he is bringing people together and filling us with his spirit to change the world, change the community around us. And I just, I came back to the vision statement that we wrote when we first started Bluemont. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting in our kitchen, just, or actually our, our, our partner, Dave and Becky Diefendorf's kitchen, and talking about what has God called us to do and be. And we just, we wrote this down. We said, our vision is to see a culturally an ethnically diverse, growing church where people are continually coming to faith in Christ, maturing as disciples, influencing every area of Manhattan, Kansas State University, and Fort Riley, and then being sent out to transform culture in other cities and nations. So it's about seeing people's lives change, people growing in their faith, people discovering, beginning to discover their destiny as they serve others, and then being sent out to change the world. And I just want to hit this again. Like, if it's powerful to have something written down. I look mm -hmm. back just this week at, at my personal life mission statement that I wrote down the same time, 2006. And it's amazing how those things that I discerned, oh, God, this is what you're leading me to do, and planting churches in the Midwest, and raising up pastors and campus ministers and other leaders for every area of society, and mm -hmm. serving my family so my kids can be greater than, do more than, than Reagan and I ever do. It's just so cool to see how that codified, like written down mission can really help direct and bring about mm -hmm. God's purpose. And so we are, we are doing that. And so as a church, as we are coming together to continue to, to reach people and to serve people, I think we are balancing these things of, of what's best for our members and what's also best for our community and knowing that there are, there are people in our community that are just raring to go like, man, can't we just all meet together like, like two months ago? Mm -hmm. And then there are people that are really nervous yeah. and you know, really cautious about that and concerned about the spread of COVID-19. And so we are you know, wanting to love and serve our whole community in a, in a respectful and, and kind and considerate way. Mm -hmm. But we also believe you know, as, that it, as, and even as our political leaders are giving green lights to move back together, we're starting to do that as well and excited about it. Mm -hmm. So many of our, 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 some of our small groups are starting to gather back together in person. More and more people are hanging out together. As far as Sundays go, we are looking at um, next Sunday being our last online service, our last live stream. We're what? hoping. Yeah. So it's <laughs> been good. Um, been, been really good. But we'll, we'll come back together one more time next Sunday. And then we're planning to do a transition week on the following Sunday, which is May 31st. And our good friends, Tom and Krista Thamer, have graciously opened up their yard to us. They live out in the country, out by Tuttle mm. Creek Lake. So we thought this would be a good place to meet. There aren't a lot of people around, not a lot of neighbors to, to be concerned about, hey, why are you all you guys people meeting in our neighborhood? Mm -hmm. um, but we're gonna go out there 
and we're going to have some worship and gather together and, and they'll be our, you know, our first Sunday yeah, coming back together awesome. as a church. Yeah. <laughs> so we're two weeks away from that. Uh-huh. So get excited. Um, we will still be taking some steps of practicing physical distancing. Um, and we want to be considerate of one another as we do that. We know we all have different um, feelings about this there. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my pastor friends said, man, this is going to be one of the biggest tests of church unity ever because in every church you got people feeling mm-hmm. radically different about how things should proceed. But we want yeah. to do this in a way that is really loving and honoring one another and but coming together to serve God's purposes. Mm-hmm. So our plan to do that, if, if the weather is good, if it's not rainy, we'll meet at the Thamer's house. If it's rainy, we'll be online one more time probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then the following, we're hoping, we're still waiting to see what, what Governor Kelly and the state of Kansas says. And we should know that right about this time. But we're, we're hoping that as early as the following Sunday, June 7th, we would be back at the Bluemont Hotel. And again, we would be at tables. We'll be spaced out a little bit, mm-hmm. continuing to do that. For those who are comfortable coming together, we will be excited and ready mm-hmm. to come back together in purpose, in, in person, mm-hmm. <laughs> with purpose. With purpose. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we will continue. Um, we want to be sensitive to, to anyone who, who is uh, vulnerable mm-hmm. and where it may not be a good idea to be gathering in larger groups or if people who are just not comfortable with that yet. Mm-hmm. And so we'll continue to be putting something online, either just videoing our Sunday gathering or a shorter kind of podcast version. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have something online as we continue this, this transition. Great. Yeah. Man, that's good to hear. I'm excited. So that's the plan. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so it being, it's also graduation weekend. Um, I know it's, it probably ha- isn't as big a deal, but it really is. Yeah, as, uh, you know, it's, big accomplishment. it's a huge accomplishment for, for graduates, and I feel for them right now because, you know, in, in many ways, college graduation is, is really important, and it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy to do. So we wanna, Yeah, you have to do this. You have to, like, yeah. see the end uh-huh. and keep on pushing through when things don't look, you know, when it doesn't feel like yeah. there's a purpose a lot of times. Yeah. So, so congratulations to all yeah, our graduates. Congrats. Wish congrats. we were all in person, but really proud of you and excited for what uh-huh. where you're at. Yeah, so we just wanted to honor uh, some of the graduates that were, you know, a part uh-huh. of Call to Greatness and Bluemont Church for their some sort of capacity during their college time. And, and really, actually, graduation is actually one of the most exciting times for a campus ministry, even uh-huh. though people are probably leaving. Uh, it actually, that's the end. And the end right. goal for campus ministry is to train and equip leaders and you know, help them advance the kingdom of God and their, their sphere of influence in the marketplace and right. schools and yeah. medical world, business world. So really, um, even though we're, we're sad that some presents will be missed from our graduates, we know that they're equipped to, to do some amazing things in the world and to bring kingdom solutions yes. to problems in the world. So uh, we're going to hear a quick uh, video highlight from our graduates and then, yeah thanks to all the graduates yeah. who were able to send these in we really appreciate it and excited to share that with everybody yeah so we're gonna play that and jonathan and i are gonna be signing off so good to see you guys we'll catch you later all right <laughs>